So I've been thinking a lot about um, some of these images, like, you know, like Texas has a really strong um, anti-abortion law. And uh, so I was just seeing, you know, I watch the news. I don't watch it. I read a lot of news. And, uh, and I was just noticing something, um, you know, all of this talk about uh, my body, my choice, right, which is a really American theme that uh, we see a lot in the pro-choice movement. It's not your body. If it's not your body, it's not your choice, right? Um, my body, my choice. Um, and, and this is one of the major emphasis, but so that's folks on the, um, maybe on the progressive left who would be anti-abortion. And, uh, and I understand that people don't want the state dictating um, anything, right? I mean, this country was founded by people that left, you know, kind of situations, dictatorships, you know, and there was a desire to pursue, um, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Um, and then, but then I noticed that the very same messaging is on the right in terms of uh, the, the anti-vaxxers. Uh, they're saying the very same thing, my body, my choice. Um, and I thought, wow, I don't know if anyone, no one's ever pointed that out to me, that it's almost the same mindset that is on both sides of the spectrum of, because these people would be probably anti-abortion and they would be about uh, being what they would call pro-life. Okay. But yet when it comes to being made to wear masks, like there's protests all over the state this last week, like in Wenatchee, there was a protest. There was a protest all across the United, all across the United States, actually. Uh, trying to, you know, not wear masks, not make kids wear masks going to school. And so my body, my choice repeats again. And, um, and I just got thinking about this. Is this something that we as Christians believe that it's my body? And so it's my choice. Um, you know, this, these kind of statements are the main statements um, on both the anti-abortion or the, I mean, the pro-abortion side of things and you know, um, and the anti-vax uh, side of things. And um, see, look at that. Vaccine mandates violate bodily, bodily autonomy, right? And um, freedom, it's all about freedom of choice. Uh, people want the choice to not have a vaccination or not wear a mask. But it's also a little bit more subtle than that. Some people, there are issues. I can't hear you. I'm saying it's not as simple. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things around these issues. Yes, I know. And so I just want to focus on this, though. Some people can't get a vaccine. Yes, of course. And there are people that can't for, for you know, for medical reasons. And so I'm, I'm, I'm simple. I want to simplify things. And I, I hope this won't be offensive. But I really think we need to speak about this, um, the underlying issue here. Let me call my own shots is just an anti-vaxxer who's making her statement. Is that the viewpoint that followers of Jesus can hold? Let me call my own shots. Okay. I don't think so. Um, is our body our own? And this is something that I've been thinking about all week. Um, I think, okay, yeah, my body's my own. Um, but really, if I surrender to Jesus and I go under the waters of baptism, then I'm really giving over myself to Jesus. I'm dying to my own will. I'm dying to my own identity in a sense, according to the flesh, like, which I'm fine to do because I realize I in my own self 
I don't have what it takes to save myself or to save anybody. I, I've, I've learned that over and over and over again. And so I, I'm fine surrendering to Jesus. And, and, I, and I, I don't want to be the shot caller of my life. Uh, I want to hear the, you know, what the Lord Jesus is telling me. You know, we're part of a movement where God speaks and we want to be hearing him. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit. So check out some of these verses. Like I just went looking for verses to see whether it's true that our bodies uh, belong to the Lord. Like, you know, if, if our true identity is a daughter of the Father or son of the Father of Jesus, okay, then I'm a son, I'm a daughter. That's my primary identity. I'm part of a family. Um, so Deuteronomy, behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. Okay, so that includes us. We're, we're in the earth, right? And all the animals and all of the ecosystems and the, all, the, all of the minerals, you know, um, we talk about private property, but actually the Lord owns everything, right? And we're, you know, we're all tenants in a way. And we're, we're just passing through. When we die, you know, our, our, our name, I mean, you know, we're, our ownership of things is going to be, it'll be passed on hopefully to someone if we are able to pass on anything. But in the end, it's really the Lord that belong. He, be, he owns everything. Behold, I belong to God like you, says Job. Like that's, that was just a no-brainer for Job. I belong to God just like you. I too have been formed out of the clay. Okay? Isn't that cool? So um, this one will say, this is the coolest one. I want to have a, a mural out on our wall. I've, I've, I've talked to Bobby Bennett about this. The mural is going to be... This is the Good Shepherd with native braids and and tattoos of, of our names on his arms and kind of like Julio has and others have the tattoos of different people that they love on their necks. I want to have Jesus holding a sheep with the with the um you can you can you can invent a tattoo like this man. I I might even have a tattoo done because it's so cool. This image that I have in my head of Jesus the Good Shepherd with his whole holes in his hands against the white sheep, you know, and the sheep's wool shining through, and he's holding one of our beloved sheep that we love, you know, in Skagit County that he's found, right? What about tattooed on the palms of his hands? My yeah. Children, my children. We're tattooed, We're tattooed on, on... Well, this is it. Look, this one will say, I am the Lord's, and that one will call in the name of Jacob, and another will write on his hands, belonging to the Lord. Okay? Like, the Lord has us tattooed. He's got Lorinda right on his neck. I'm sure of it. You know, and he's got Bob probably just right across his back. And he's got Carol. He's got all of us, you know, Emmanuel, Chucky. I don't know where he'd have Chucky, but for sure, very visible. Okay. No, I think it's right over his heart. Um, the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. Okay. Um, isn't that cool? The Lord, God, we belong to the Lord. Okay. So how can I say my body? Okay. If, it, if it's not, then if I can't say my body, if it's the Lord's body, then it's not my choice, is it? It is my choice because I have to choose over and over again. Am I going to surrender my will over to Jesus today? Or am I going to do things my way? And, you know, this is not easy because a lot of us, we've had to do things our way to survive. We haven't been able to trust people. We've had to think, okay, well, what am I going to do? Well, I can't trust anybody. And where's God? I don't see him. So I'm, I'm going to do it the way that I know how. Okay, so for those of us that, are, that have had 
to figure it out. And, um, you know, a lot of us are it's hard for us to trust that actually God's going to speak to us and show us a different way. Right. Have a, a, any kind of a, like a testimony where you felt like you kind of realized, man, my way, um, I, I really am not making the right choices here. I, I feel like I need to, uh, I, I really need God to show me. Is, does anyone have a short little testimony about that by any chance? Does that resonate with anybody? Can you guys relate to that? Like we come to the point where you just realize, wow, I'm not a very good shot caller of my life. I, I need help. Testimony about that. I have a scripture that I think is exactly the scripture. It's we do not belong to ourselves anymore. Um, we have been called the price, the very precious blood of the Lamb. Where is that scripture? I'm not sure, but I'll find okay, it. Okay, because I have some more scripture in First Corinthians. So then, let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death, the things present, things to come. All things belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. So we belong to Christ. That's another scripture, right? And um, and then Christ belongs to God, so we belong to God. So if I belong to God, then I'm not my own. And so I can't say my body, my choice. I have to say my God's body. What what choice, Lord? What what, what does it look like? And you know. Um, there's two commandments that Jesus, he nailed, he kind of boils all the commandments down to two. And he said, love the Lord your God with all your mind, all your soul, all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. And you know what the second one is? And your neighbor as yourself. Okay. So it's not my body. It's God's body. And, and my choice then should should reflect my love of God as the highest power okay and Jesus is the one who shows us the true face of the father because you know Jesus says if you've seen me you've seen the father so we love Jesus but then we love our neighbor and so are my choices showing neighbor love okay if I'm not wearing a mask and I might be transmitting COVID is that showing neighbor love if I'm just breathing all over people right Okay, so I think we need to be thinking about neighbor love when it comes to some of our choices. Um, and um, and if you belong to Christ, then you're Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. Wow, I want to be an heir of uh, according to the promise. I don't want to just depend upon whatever I get from my dad when he dies, which is going to just be what's in his drawers because he doesn't have any money, right? I, I need. I want to be. I'm. You know, all of us. As children of the Father of Jesus, you know, we benefit from this inheritance that is already accessible to us right now. And it's called, like, we can ask God for wisdom. We can ask God for direction. We can ask God for, to answer, you know, we're supposed to ask for everything that we need and depend upon him. And I'd rather depend upon the creator of the universe than just on whatever I can pull together through my own smarts, Right. So I don't want to be the shot caller of my own life, you guys. I'm, 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 I'm too. I've, I've gone through too much suffering, and failed too many times. And I'm, I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm a recovering um, self um, guider. I'm, I'm in recovery. I don't know how many years it's been since I've. Oh, I've relapsed. I relapse every day. 
Okay. I relapse every day. It's self-guiding. Okay. And I have to confess over and over again. Forgive me, Jesus, that I'm just doing things my way and not your way. That's the problem. We can't have clean dates when it comes to like this because we're going to be falling all the time. Because we're we're just we're just like that. Yeah, another scripture. Now, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So our culture says whatever you want to do, whatever feels good, do it, right? Whatever you want, buy it. If you don't have if you don't have the money, buy it on it on your credit card. You know, make payments. Whatever you want, buy it. Whatever you, whoever you want to sleep with, sleep with them. Whoever you want, uh, you know, if that person, you know, whatever we do, we, we just, we're all about the elevation of self. Okay, well, that, that's the American, sort of the American dream, really, is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's not the Christian, that's not the call of Jesus Christ. Our call is to actually put to death the, the flesh with its passions. But what does that mean? Some people think it just means one thing. Yeah, it's like it's like just the stuff we would do that's going to cause us to to just fall away from God and for, and to break fellowship with a loved one, like like cheating on our partner, gambling, gambling too much, you know, like doing anything in excess where we're hurting our body or we're hurting someone else, right? I mean, the scriptures show us. The way forward like that's where the bible is really important yes jesus jesus um, one thing i've been noticing when you're talking about like the vaccine and stuff and i think a lot of people just get a lot of mistrust like i hear a lot of people say oh they put some metal in the shot i'm like they would have done that a long time ago they wouldn't even have told me about it they probably already played your slurpee or something it's always laugh when people say that and i'm looking for like for like before something happened, I, I started wearing a mask because I have two kids. I don't even know if it's real or not. I, I have so much mistrust going on, but I still wear it just for my safety, my kids' safety. Yeah. And if people who are worried about something going into their bloodstream where they could be tracked, most yeah. of them are wearing an iPhone, carrying an iPhone, and we're all being tracked. Anyone that has an iPhone can, yeah, right? No. So, yeah, yeah, there are other reasons. And I, the main issue that I want to question is just this question this this thing about my body my choice that's what i'm challenging yes of course there are people that can't have the vaccine and and we know people who we admire and we love who have not chosen to be vaccinated okay but i just think it's interesting some of the some of the way that we think and we need to let our minds be transformed and challenged by so that we think differently so that we don't instead of thinking I belong to myself and I'm the shot caller, you know, um, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. No, I, I think that that's not true freedom. But you know, I want to also say one thing. Also, people can misunderstand what you're saying because some people have felt like um, they belong, but like they have to say, I have to reject my, like I'm in charge if somebody wants to violate me. They can't just do that. Like they yeah, for sure. Like someone who's who's in a domestic violence relationship, say where they're just being controlled, okay, and abused, or when there's child abuse, okay. I'm not saying that that there's no rights. Of course we have we have basic rights uh, for our security and our safety. And 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 because we're made in the image of God and 
and our life is highly valuable. Okay, so, but what I'm saying is we belong to God and, and we need to remember that over and over again because otherwise we just will think I'm an American, you know, I'm the shot caller of my own life. I decide. And that's, that's just independence. And we have a lot of that kind of attitude in Washington state independence where we value personal freedom over everything. But what is freedom? You know, um, Paul writes, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and don't be subject again to the yoke of slavery. Is it free? Are we free when we start, when we relapse and we, we go back to our drug of choice? Is that freedom? Why not? Because we're choosing my body, my choice. It, does that lead to freedom when we choose something like that? Or if I just choose to spend more money than I make month after month after month and I get into debt, is that freedom? Or even if I choose to spend on whatever I want to buy with money that I have, is that freedom? Yeah. Is it freedom just to say whatever I want, no matter how rudely I want to say it? I don't think so. I think freedom is something that is actually freedom is being in alignment with the will of God. Because God says, if we follow his path, um, for you're called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only don't turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. I love that. So, so freedom is about like, like we don't even know what freedom is. We know that if God tells us, to do something that's 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 actual freedom because we're actually we're actually stepping god is the, god is the liberator of the slaves you know um god is the one who is the is the savior and so when we follow what he calls us to do we know that that's going to bring liberation and salvation to other people and so we just but we have to practice that to know it act as free people and don't use your freedom as a covering for evil but use it as bond slaves of God. Like, you know, the idea of being slaves of God, is that freedom? Well, because God is so good and God's a liberator, yeah, it's freedom to, to be doing everything that God tells us. He's so good and he's so much about love and about freedom that when we do everything that he tells us to do, and we're like slaves in a way, because instead of just doing my thing, I do, I'm doing what God, what the Holy Spirit's showing me, that's going to lead to the abundant life. And so that's that's what I really long for for our community is that we would be people that live that abundant life. And um, and that we would learn how to trust God, our father, with our lives, you know, and surrender to him over and over and over again. Like baptism is such a beautiful thing. We go into the water and it's like we're dying to our old self and we come up and, and we're new. OK, but but once we come up out of that water. Then it's about like not being the shot caller of our own life. It's about like, okay, Jesus. And it's not like I have to ask Jesus whether I need to deposit my paycheck in the bank or go in Fred Meyer, you know, or wherever I go, Safeway to buy my groceries. No, I mean, it, we don't need to ask about every little thing. Obviously, we, we just have to live our lives. Okay, but when it comes to just our daily life, I think it's good to say, hey, Jesus, like interrupt me. Is there something you want me to be doing like right now? Or like I've got, um, I just want, I just want to give you an opportunity. And, you know, usually when I do that, I notice something that God's telling me to do. And it's happened like twice this week where I called two different people that I felt like I was supposed to call. And it was like, they answered like, 
right right away. And normally these are people that are really hard to get a hold of. And I had really good conversations. Um, and so like, like try that out. That's pretty fun. Or, you know, and sometimes it's a life or death situation. Like our friend Heidi in the UK, um, she called someone this last week um, and the person was ready to take their life. And she called like right at the right moment, right before the person like, like took her life. And it was like uh, really, really critical, you know, but sometimes we can call someone who has something to tell us. It's a good thing for us. Right. Um, so anyway, like last week I, I was supposed to meet with someone, but I had, I was so confused from jet lag that uh, I didn't go to this meeting up in Bellingham. And so an hour and a half later, someone calls me and says, uh, Hey, we're waiting for you. We have this meeting. It's supposed to start at four 30 and it's, it's six, but we haven't eaten yet. You can still get up here. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on my way. So I, I went up there and um, I met with this guy. He has cancer. He's like in his eighties and he's a, he's a world leader of, of missions and stuff. Really cool guy, a guy named Ray Baki. And anyway, um, I ended up spending like an hour and a half there and had this great conversation with all the people. And then at the end, he gave me a check for a thousand dollars for Tiana Nueva. So I'm glad that I answered that phone call. Only because of that. No, not only because of that. <laughs> I know. So anyway, let's pray you guys. And um, God, I just pray that you would help us to, um, to let you be the shot caller of our lives and to trust you. And thank you that you, um, that you invite us to be on an adventure. And, uh, and you also give us um, wisdom about what to do when things are really tough and we just don't know what to do. Thank you that we can ask you for wisdom. We can ask you for like, what's the next step? What not to do, what to do. Thank you that you, you promised to, um, to answer us. And I just pray that we would, um, we would be people who, you know, who are truly free because we are surrendered to you day by day by day. Pray in Jesus name. Amen.